Turn with me in John chapter number 2 just for a little while. I want to tell you, if you want to hear this whole story, you'll have to come back tonight because there ain't no way I can get it all in this morning. John chapter number 2, let's begin reading in verse number 21. John chapter number 2, verse number 21. The Bible said, but he spake of the temple of his body. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, and they believed the scripture. And notice what he said next, and the word which Jesus had said. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, in the feast day, many believed in his name, when they saw the miracles which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men and needed not that any should testify of man for he knew what was in man. Chris, do the honor. God, please, Lord. Amen. With the Lord's help just for a little while, I want to preach to us. God knows. There's a lot of things that you don't realize that God knows. God knows this morning where you stand with God, first of all. God knows if you're saved or if you're lost. Undone without God, if you're backslidden, cold, indifferent on God. God knows these things. We're not hiding anything from God. Not one thing can we hide from God. And that right there alone, I could give an invitation and we'd all have to come to the altar. How come you say that, preacher? Well, the Bible said all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So if God knows all, God knows we've sinned, God knows we've come short, therefore we need to repent. But that's not the point I'm trying to get to us this morning. The point I'm trying to get to us is God really does know you. God knows exactly what you need this morning. God knows if you've been troubled in your heart this week, if you're weary in your mind, God knows these things. God knows the desire of your heart. God knows what you're desiring of Him. God knows what you desire for Him to do for you. God knows these things. God knows how many times you've sinned this week. And again, let me say, all have sinned. Without exception. There ain't nobody in here walking on water. Unless you know where the stumps or the rocks are. Right? We all come short. But what I'm trying to get us to see this morning, even though God knows us, He still loves us. He knows that we've come short. He knows that we've failed. I'm reminded of David. The Bible said David was a man after God's own heart. Look what a mess he done. We were talking about Jonah this morning. Look how he rebelled against God. God still used him. 
God still wanted him. God knew exactly where he was. God knew exactly where his heart was. I've often thought why God didn't send somebody else to Nineveh. Why didn't he send somebody that liked them folks? I mean, Jonah hated Ninevites. He didn't want to go. He wanted God to kill them all. What did it cost him? Because God knew his heart. And I wanted to say this this morning during Sunday school, but I I wasn't allowed to. Do you realize that that whale had to fast for at least three days? Yeah, he couldn't eat nothing. He had an upset stomach. Carol said this morning when they was talking about that, said if he swallowed me, he'd have acid reflux. (laughs) What would you be inside the stomach of that whale? One thing for sure, you'd be in darkness. One thing, you know, even though, listen, I don't know, as, as the brother said this morning, if that whale's belly was full and he had to stand up, I don't know. I don't know if there was too cotton fish in there. I don't know. But this one thing I do know, God had a place prepared. God knew where he would be. God knew that they'd throw him overboard. God knew, amen, that he was a rebellious child, just the same as God knows you. Amen. You may not jump overboard. You may have to get somebody to throw you overboard to get you in God's will. I've often thought about it, and I've often wanted to do it. When the Holy Spirit was real rich on me, and I knew somebody was lost, I just wanted to lay my hand on their shoulder. That that fire of the Holy Ghost would come from me into them and maybe joke them into the altar of repentance. I wonder this morning what it would take for God's touch on you to get you in the place where you needed to be. Amen. Because God knows our heart. Hey, God knew that he was going in the well's belly, so he prepared a place for him. Now, I heard Brother Bob McCurry preach this, and it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thought. He preached, and I know you remember it, a well of a servant. A well of a servant. Now think about it, folks. Out of all the millions of miles of ocean, God commanded a well to be beside that ship. Hello? In the storm that it was in. And prepared it to swallow a man. Listen, if he had not have been there, Jonah would have died. He would have drowned in that storm. But God, even through the tragedy that we see, put him in a safe place. What a well of a servant he was. Wonder how long you had to follow that ship. I wonder how long you had to keep his mouth open. Hello? Now think about it. He may have had to fast two or three days before they throwed him overboard. So his stomach would be clean. Right? 
Carol and I talked about this. Wonder why the stomach acid didn't eat him up. I can't explain that. It's a God thing. I'm saying to you and I, God knows our heart this morning. God knows exactly where we are at with God. God knows if we're backslidden. God knows if we're playing church. Hello, somebody. God knows if you're saved or lost. God knows it. You can't fool God. God will never be fooled. Lord, I'll go. He made up time. He went. He preached a nine-worded sermon. 150,000 got right with God. And he's still mad. He is so mad that God spared them people. <laughs> I'm going to help you or kill you this morning. God knows this morning if there's somebody in your life that you absolutely hope and pray that will never get saved. Can I help you this morning? If that is your thought in your heart, you as an individual are out of the will of God. There is no way you can have that kind of hatred in your heart and be right with God. Oh yeah, there's a whole lot of folks I despise. There's a whole lot of folks, amen, that's done me wrong. There's a whole lot of folks, amen, that need to get saved that I know. But there's not a single one of them I want to see go to hell. <coughs> Why? Not because of Dennis. It ain't got a thing to do with dinners. Anybody that knows me and knows my past. Hello? Somebody ought to say amen. Marvin, you're missing your cues this morning. If it wasn't for God in me, I'd still want them to go to hell. I'd still want them to miss heaven. I'd still want them to not have the blessing if it wasn't for God in me. But because God is in me, I don't have that kind of hatred. I don't have that kind of malice or envy or strife. Yes, I want to see them saved. I want to see them sanctified. The worst one in the world, I want to see them go to heaven. Not that they will, but I want to see them. Now think about this this morning, church. If God knows our heart, and God does, He knows the moment that you got saved or the moment that you walked away lost. In my 35 years of serving God, I've had a many a person tell me, I thought I was saved. I thought I was saved. I went to church. I paid my tithes. I went to Sunday school. I tried to do my best. But one day God knocked on my door and said, you're lost. You're going through the motions, but you're lost. How, what can you say to that preacher? The Bible says this. The Bible says your mouth speaks of me, but your heart is far from me. What are you saying, Drew? I'm saying God knows you this morning. He knows if you're saved 
truly saved, born again, bought by the blood of Jesus Christ because you have become a new creature. The old man passed away. The old man died. I want to tell you something. There's nothing about death that I want. I want to be absent from this body and be present with the Lord. That's not dying. That's changing addresses. I'm going to live forevermore. But if you're lost, undone, and never been saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, living for God, the best of your ability, in hell you will lift your eyes. Believe me, when you stand before God, He'll say, welcome or depart. I never, listen to this, I never knew you. Now listen. But that person that was standing there and heard that said, But Lord, didn't I cast out devils in your name? What was he saying when he said that? Didn't I go to church? Didn't I put on a good act? Didn't I look like a Christian, talk like a Christian? Didn't I do the things that Christians do? And the Lord said to him, Depart, I never, never, never knew you. So God knows this morning. He said God knows the men. He said he'd never give himself over to them. In other words, he didn't want them bragging and saying, oh, look at the miracles he's done. Everything that Jesus did was pointing people to God. What about you? What is your life pointing towards can your children, grandchildren, your kinfolk, can your co-workers, can those that you love and have friendship with, can they see Jesus in you because of your actions? Oh, it's getting quiet, isn't it? You know why it's getting quiet? Because God really does know us. Now listen to me. Don't let me lose you. The Bible said, if the righteous scarcely, scarcely be saved, where will the ungodly and the sinner appear? Where will the ungodly and the sinner appear if the righteous scarcely? You know what saves the righteous? When God looks at him, he sees the blood. That's the only thing that will save them. And if you're just acting like a Christian, you don't have the blood coverage. You need to be a Christian. Oh, preacher, does that mean I'll be absolutely perfect 100% of the time, 100% of the way? You want to know why? You still live in this old fleshly tabernacle. This old flesh will sin and come short of the glory of God. And the longer I'm saved, the more I realize that. What about you? Let me ask you a serious question. What does God know about you that will keep you from going to heaven? What does God really know about you that will keep you from heaven? 
If God knows everything about us inside and out, upside down, any way you look at it, God knows everything. He made you. He knows every part of you. So if God knows all of that about us, what hope do we have? Well, in ourselves, we have no hope at all. Outside the blood of Jesus Christ, we have no hope but in Jesus. You see why it's important to be saved? Truly saved. You can put a suit on, but that don't make you saved. You can go to the river and be baptized, but that don't make you saved. You can put your name on the roll of this church, but it don't make you saved. You can come to the altar every single week. That don't make you saved either. You can go to the mission field, but that don't make you saved. You can go to Bible college, that don't make you saved. What makes you saved is you realizing you're lost. None without God, because God knows me, I have to confess me to Him. God, I know you know me. I'll be like David standing before you, God. You know my heart. You know me, Lord. You know what I've done. You know where I've come short. You know where I've sinned. You know these things, but you still love me. So what would you like to do this morning? Can I tell you something you may not realize? You're not fooling anybody but yourself. You're not pulling the wool over nobody's eyes but yourself. Laying in the hospital when I was 15 year old, two fingers blowed off, half my face blowed off. Laying there to have another surgery, be number six, to go in through my face and go back in here, plumb back into here, and get a piece of steel pipe as big as my thumbnail that was lodged in here that they missed. And I'm in the hospital there at St. Joseph in Iceville. This little nun comes in and says, Son, can I pray with you? Sure. Son, is everything all right between you and God? Yeah, I'm in good shape. Lied like a dog. If God had took me during all of that mess... I'd have died and went to hell. Why? Because I was playing church, acting like church, but I wasn't saved. See, God knew. I knew. But I wouldn't confess it. And the Bible said in the book of Romans, in chapter number 8, he said, Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, and confession is made unto salvation. Guess what, friends? You have to confess your lost and undone without God. You have to confess that. You have to confess that you know you need God before you'll ever get saved. Did I do anything to that nun to help me? No. All I done was got rid of her. She wanted to pray for my soul and I didn't even think enough of me to admit the truth to where she could pray the right prayer to help me get right with God. Now, uh, I ain't going into 
long, drawn-out thing about Catholics. But if somebody's willing to pray for you, maybe you ought to get serious about your soul. If somebody's willing to petition God in your behalf, don't you think you're worth it? The only way you ever get help... (laughs) I know I'm the only person that's ever done this. Being a mess, being a trouble needing help the worst in the world and somebody come by and say, you need a little help? No, I'm all right. I'm all right. They drive off and you say, well, stupid, why didn't you get them to help you? My daddy had a 64 Ford truck, step side, beautiful little truck, and I borrowed it, slid it off in the ditch at the bottom of my driveway couple guys come by and need a little help. Nah, I don't need no help. That's true, Phil. I got out and looked, and there that right rear tar was off in the cupboard. And I thought, my daddy is going, I'm married. I thought, my daddy's going to kill me. And I was so afraid my daddy was going to kill me that I squatted down, got a hold of that bumper, and picked that truck up and stepped sideways, set it back over in the driveway. Yeah. You want to know why my back's messed up? You want to tell you why my back's messed up? Because I was too stupid to say, yeah, will you give me a hand? How about two or three of you jump out here? Let's get this thing out of the ditch before daddy kills me. No, stupid me just ripped down, got a hold of the bumper and stood her up, walked sideways and set her down, got in the truck and went, oh, yeah. Take the truck back to daddy and dad says, everything all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having trouble? No, no, no. Daddy knew when I left from there, the fenders had probably tore off of it and the transmission jerked out of it. Because Daddy knew me. You know why Daddy knowed me? Because I was just like him. I said all that to say this. You are just like your father. So who is your father? God or Satan? You have a father. I wonder this morning if you realize how much God really does know about you. He knows your heart. He knows your life. And I want to close this service this morning by saying this. God knows most everybody wants to go to heaven. But are you willing to live right to get there? Are you willing to do right? God knows. God knows. God knows if you want to help this church or hurt this church. God knows if you want to help the cause of Christ or hurt the cause of Christ. God knows if you're really concerned about your soul or whether you're just playing games. God knows. You can't fool God. You can't fool God. How many's ever heard their parents say that? You can't fool me, boy. I know you. Yeah. My mama said it a million times. If she said it once, 
And my daddy said it a few times also. Boy, you can't fool me. My daddy had a yellow 55 Ford truck with a 383 Roadrunner motor in it. Yellow is that handkerchief. Automatic in the floor. Me and a friend had it out that night, and I wrung the bearings out of that thing. Man, the pipes on that thing had beller. I went across School Street over yonder. I mean, like everybody I woke up about 1 o'clock in the morning at houses was a rattling when I went by. Got down there next to the old mill and let up over and she backfired and blowed both muffers slap off of it. I jumped out and stick, throwed them muffers in the bed of the truck, drove her home with straight pipes. And any young man that's ever had straight pipes is going to wring the bearings out of it. Well, me and my friend got home, went to bed that night. My daddy woke me up next morning about 9.30. I thought, well, here it comes. He's going to kill me. I tore the pipes off that truck. Daddy said, get up, boy. I said, yes, sir. We got up and went in there and eat breakfast. He said, come out here. I'll show you something. He said, you blowed the muffers off my truck last night, didn't you? I said, yes, sir. He said, you'll never blow them off again. I thought, he ain't never going to let me drive that truck again. He had went and put two-inch galvanized water pipe over them tailpipes and bolted it up through the bed. He said, you'll not blow them off. I was expecting to get killed. I was expecting that I'd never get to drive that pretty yellow 55 Ford truck ever again. But you know what I got instead? I got mercy and grace. He had every right to kill me. He had every right to make me pay for that. But he gave me mercy and grace. And that's what God is here for this morning. To give you mercy and grace. If you'll just say yes sir. Yes sir. There wasn't no need to lie my daddy. (laughs) The muffers was laying in the bed of the truck. I was the one that was driving it. Why would you lie your father? He knows. He knows. Do you realize he knows? Somebody get me a song. Everybody stand, never head bowed, never eye closed. I want you to listen carefully as they're getting a song together. God knows if you're saved here this morning. God knows if you're lost. God knows if you're backslidden, cold, indifferent on God. Listen to me. I'm going to try to sum it up here in a few words. God knows if you're having trouble in your marriage. God knows if you're having trouble with your children. God knows if you're having trouble with your finances. God knows everything about you. (coughs) God also knows what's hindering you. As they're playing and singing. Would you... Bow your head in prayer. Would you look into your heart this morning and say, God, I realize you know me. Where do I stand with you? Where do I stand with you, God? Where do I stand with you? The altar's open. Play, Chris.
God knows exactly what you need. Some are making their way right now. What about you? Something in your life has kept you from serving God the way you should. Are you willing to acknowledge that God knows it this morning? Are you willing to say, Lord, I know you know all about me and you still love me? Would you bring it to the Lord? Would you step out and say, God, I know and understand that you know all about me. Lord, you still love me. Would you bring it to the Lord? Would you come to God this morning and say, God, I know that you know all about me. I know you love me. And I've come to say, Lord, here I am. What would you have me to do? Help me in my marriage. Help me, Lord, on my job. Help me with my children, my grandchildren. (coughs) Help me, God. Realize and understand that you know. You know what you've asked me to do. You know what I have done and what I have not done. They're coming. What about you? God knows your heart this morning. God knows that you're longing to really live for Him and work for Him. But you're going to have to step out by faith and come to Him. Say, Lord, here am I. Here am I, Lord. Here am I, Lord. I come to you in the name of Jesus. Why? Why not, children? Why not, children? 